Welcome to this week's album, a book club but with music. Every Wednesday during a discussion that is streamed live on Twitch and YouTube, we discuss this week's album before then picking the album for the following week. Enjoy our discussion on this week's album. If you're listening on Spotify, you can listen to our Spotify exclusive episodes where you can hear some of the songs we discuss. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's album. Today we are discussing Daft Punk Discovery and I am with the beautiful and wonderful Jacob Abrocker-Schmidt. That is, that is who you are with. That is correct. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> Hello, Jacob Brockerschmidt. Brockerschmack and Mark Uh How was your week? Good, it's, good. It's Thursday for everyone who's joining us live or is listening on, uh, on Spotify or any of the other places we are sold or free because we don't charge you anything for this because God knows we couldn't at this point. Um, uh, Piggy had a bit of a... You know, I told you we were going to lose Piggy someday. We lost I was one day. pumped with a lot of fluids. <laughs> uh, and not in the good way. The the man is sick. He had some medical stuff taken care of. And he put him down for a day. But he's back up and running. And we are. We are too. So Daft Punk Discovery, huh? Um, you know, uh, to recap, we did this because for those who somehow live under a rock and miss the news, Daft Punk retired split up went their separate ways i don't know we'll get into that after almost 30 freaking years that's crazy 40 years so did you listen to the album <laughs> i i won't lie all right let me go into a little spiel here before you no, you no, take no. me away so i listened to eight songs of, no i listened to seven songs of it and jake honestly god it took me so like it took me to a, like a place when i was a kid where like all the junkies and everyone that I knew that was like strung out on drugs, this is the music they liked. And I, I just, I couldn't enjoy it. I was like, this is awful. Yeah. I, I kept skipping, not skipping songs. Like, I, like, obviously, one more time started off and I was like, yeah, no, this song, easy. Went to that song. Second song, I was kind of like, right, didn't like it. So I listened to the whole second song. Third song, I was like, it's getting better. There was lyrics in it. Then uh, every song after that was just kind of, I know harder, faster, better, stronger. I know that song. That every song after that, it kind of just, it was just so repetitive. I was, I just like, I was like, it was just, my, I was, I just wasn't prepared for that. I was like, wait, this is not for me. Something else, ain't it? It really is. It's probably uh, like ecstasy music. You know, like, like, I don't, <laughs> how can I say this in a nice way, right? So imagine yourself like when you were 16, 16 to 19 in a club and them songs come on and you just look around and everyone it's kind of just pointing at the lights and there's no mute and all just nah, 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 and everyone's just kind of like so it's like just such surreal music that I like I could like doesn't there's, there's nothing I could take from it. there's nothing I can listen to there's no lyrics there's not like I don't know anything about instruments or like I couldn't take anything from it if that makes sense to you. No, yeah, I mean There was nothing <sighs> in the music for me, basically is what I'm trying to say. Like there was nothing like it like, oh yeah, like I love that drum or I love that beat. I'm like there was nothing for me. Like it's not. It, there was nothing for me in that music. This is a heavily instrumental album, too. If you want to call it instrumental, this is a heavily uh, noise and no vocal album. And mm. I, I didn't know this. And to our listeners, Piggy and I, we did this to tribute Daft Punk and kind of say goodbye to them and like you know give them an episode. And we thought it'd be fitting. We neither one of us know this kind of music very well. Neither one of us have much of a leg to stand on or much expertise to talk on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I realized that about five songs in, I was like, oh God, this is a lot of instrumental without vocals. Piggy is going to have a hard yeah. time. Did you get through the rest of the album? No, no, I wouldn't even lie to you, Jake. I couldn't. You made it, you made it to number I made seven. It, I, I made it to seven songs fully. And then after that, I w- I'd say I went eight, nine, ten. And when I just kept hearing it, I just kept skipping the song. I was like, right, let me get another one. And like, nothing would happen. I'm like, let me get another one. And then I had like at 10, 11 songs. And I was like, clearly I'm not missing anything. Unless there's a song that you've got, like you miss song towards the end where they actually start singing. There was nothing. I just, I, I gave up. I'd say, I listened to seven full songs and I skipped maybe a minute and a half or three. And then I was like, right, this is nothing for me. Like, 
No, and and that's fair. It's kind of what I had started thinking when I was listening to it was that you were going to have a rough time with this. I think you could sit through a classic rock album a whole lot easier with just guitar solos and drum solos, and you could sit through this probably. Um, and Fellows has brought me back to my happy times in my teens. And yeah, that's kind of yeah, what I thought Yeah, of. I can see that. Definitely what Fellows said. Now, this kind of reminds me of a lot of 70s and 80s sounds and a lot of like soundtracky kind of things and, and, and when I say that I mean everything from you know soundtracks to a tv show you know intro music to a movie I even have one song listed hang on where's it at short circuit which you never you would never made, made that it that never made it's that song, song number 12 it sounds like a boss fight music from some snes nes game right until the end when the song short circuits um, but it does. It sounds like it's some arcade boss game. Like it's got all these weird little like touches to it of all these different genres. And I'm I'm looking through my notes, and I you know I I've got notes here where I'm talking about how it sounds like jazz, and it sounds like blues, and it sounds like TV show music, and it's like <sighs> this doesn't bring a lot to anyone from a lyrical standpoint. I think it's kind of like, uh, it's like what I got from it, it's almost like forgettable music. Like, you're not supposed to remember anything from it other than just remember that night where that daddy song was on and right. a load of coke. Like, is it like there's nothing you're are, supposed to take from it like other than just noise. But maybe that's what they wanted. Mm. Maybe they just wanted to be that ambient music that boosted the mood of the night so that people could enjoy the night even more and the environment even more. You know, um, there's an entire genre of music. It's a very very small and we'll never touch this but it's called bgm um and, and bgm stands for background music but bgm is music made to fit with certain styles of food to amplify that environment even more do you remember going to the gravity bar we've talked about this before remember the you remember the white room that they made us stand in to kill our senses so that the guinness tasted yeah, better yeah 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 it's the same similar effect and maybe with with the background music for food and maybe that's what they're going for here maybe maybe they wanted to be that extra drug to go on top of the lines of coke you were doing in the bathroom like <laughs> it's, it's i like so the way strange. you agree jake with that like so you agree this the music like it's like i didn't want to say like this to, to me this is kind of like drug music where like if you're kind of high you're kind of like you know like you're so like like obviously no no none of us have taken drugs but from what I know, when you take drugs, like your senses are kind of unheightened. So like this kind of music, I can see why people like it. But like when I'm I like I went for a walk and I'm listening to this, I'm like, I'm not 18 in a nightclub anymore. Like I I, I couldn't put myself in them shoes anymore. Like I, I just got flashbacks of being a kid, and I was like, this is what was always on when you went to a nightclub when you were a kid. Like yeah, and ecstasy was a big thing back then, obviously. So this is ecstasy music to me. Yeah, it's uh. It's weird. It throws you back. There's certain moments where you're just like, and obviously none of us have ever drank alcohol or done anything illicit no, like that. No, I'm still called sober now. Yeah, no, we we definitely didn't get blackout drunk and stagger across talent one night. Um, but uh, it takes me back to those nights where it was like, how do I explain this? It, it, see, that's the thing is like, I, I feel like this music just induces memories. And yeah, hundred percent. And, and like, it, and, and maybe again, maybe that's what they're going for. And maybe they're going for that whole lift up the night and make the night kind of flow with the music. Because this whole music, with or without lyrics, right, is still a musical journey. Like, and you listen to the first like five songs Seven. all the way through. And that's when I wrote that note was within the first five songs. And I feel like it's more than just house and dance music. You know, this is musical tale of like a wild and uncontrollable night. And you can feel the mood in the music. And maybe what I was feeling was what you were talking about and what we just got to, which was, it's not even that. It, it's that it invokes these memories of our past and like, wow, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, no, I... I... I get what you're saying. Like, like, obviously, I said the same thing. It definitely does that. But like, from like seven songs in from me, like if I, I was trying to put myself back in them situations when I was younger, listening to that, like, say if someone gave me a lot of mushrooms now or whatever kind of drug now, 
oh, I'd be freaking out listening to this music now. Like, I'd be like, I can't listen to this. Like, it's it just, it's, every song sounds the same and it doesn't sound the same if you get me. <laughs> like, every song, like, I can't hear just music again, but like, all the music is different. And this is me going for a walk at six o'clock in the evening. <laughs> and I'm like, now it's like, every song is like, like it's the exact same. I was like, but it's not. Like, yeah, like it's so, like, surreal. I'm like, this is, like, this could be, like, if you were like, you listen to 10 different albums that night, I'd be like, really? Jesus, drugs are mad. But like, every song is so different, but so similar. It's just, it's just such a surreal experience. I can't even imagine what it's like for people to actually like this music. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine their, how wild their days mm. must be. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Um, so what did you think of the album, I suppose, is the question that I have. So here's the thing, is this is a great album. It, it is, okay? It's not for you, and it's not for everybody. Um, and I don't have, like I had said earlier, I, I come from this from a not well-versed or knowledgeable standpoint at all. But what I do know is I know good good sounds I, I i know what good music is and how it builds and you know forms together and they have it and they've obviously had it i mean to touch on daft punk i mean they're a french duo formed in 1993 right no official you know reason was ever given for the breakup that just happened but you kind of have to feel like they left with a legacy that will remain intact for a very very long time um and for our listeners who don't know who Daft Punk is, uh, you may know what they look like. They're the two gentlemen who just wear robot heads, right? I get motorcycle helmet looking robot suit things. But, uh, you know, I like this. I like this uh, album. Um, I don't want to use the word disappointed. But at the same time, this album left me wanting something. And... I don't know if it left me wanting the same kind of thing like you, where I wanted a big fleshed out story and good lyrics and all that, but it left me wanting something. It left me not feeling completely fulfilled by the end of it. Like, and I don't know if that's just dance music. Maybe that's just how dance music is. I'm not, I never was an in the clear kind of fella. Like I was never out at the dance club for those of you who know what I look like. And you know, Piggy's met me several times. I am not a uh, graceful-looking man. Beautiful uh, man. I've seen him Irish dance in a club. Don't, don't listen to him. Man's a, he's a wonderful dancer. I, I just found that picture the other day of me and that Irish step dancer from the first mm. trip over. That fellow. Yeah, that's a, that was a good time. But, uh, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't know. It leaves me wanting something that I don't think Daft Punk had, has the capability at this point in their career that they were at. Because this is 2000. One? One, yeah, one. I mean, this is their second or third album. This is early Daft Punk. And everything I read said, you know, this is their attempt to break away from that electronic music, that dance music sound. So, I don't know. Daft Punk to me have always been like, I'm going to call it, I'm going to keep saying drug music. <laughs> I don't know if you want me to say that. Like To me, that's what it is. Like It's always that kind of like euphoric kind of like, spacey kind of out of a music they've always been that to spacey. me and it always will be that to me spacey is a good way to put it yeah they're very spacey and and they're masters of shifting genres like i will never take anything away from these two gentlemen's skill set like they are so talented um and they're so talented at, like it, this album is just one giant example of how they can approach almost any genre of music add their own style and touch to it and turn it into a unique and enjoyable experience for for people who like this type of music you are not one oh, i did not enjoy no and you missed my favorite song i mean i there it is quo there it is quo number 11 i love that song yeah it i missed it Definitely. but i hate you know you probably skipped uh high life too yeah number eight probably skip that one and i thought that, that was, was the, the four that was the fourth one i skipped jake after superheroes very like, great i'm gonna have to start skipping songs this is not the only for me superheroes was just not i don't know how to feel about that song like digital it, if i had to pick a song digital love was the best song generally because it was lyrics in it and that's the only reason like it was more than like four lyrics in it that they just repeat over and over again yeah did you notice that the f first like four songs had all the lyrics in it yeah Get you into the music and then make you hate yourself. 
<laughs> yeah, that might be very true. Um, you know, and Digital Love's a great song. And the, the, we can't knock this album. This album made more money and has more acclaim than most albums that we'll probably ever review. Um, you know, One More Time and Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger. They're the only two songs I know, yeah. They're household names for songs. Like, everyone I, knows those songs. Kanye West sampled Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger as well, obviously. Ooh. So, Kanye West. I, I'm not familiar. Oh, what's the song? Go on, continue chatting there. Have me who's, this, there. Who, who's this Kanye West? No. You know the song, don't you? I think yeah, I do. Power, I do. Is it? I, I'm not sure what it's called. I was just giving you shit. Oh, goodness. Let's look over here to the chat for a second and catch on up with the guys. Oh, here we go. Yep, some of the game, yep, some of the sounds were very video gamey. Felder says it reminds him of Happy Times of 16 to 18. And Butter says he's not sure the history behind the album, but maybe the name has some meaning, like trying to discover new stuff. And yeah, I think that, I think that has a lot to do with it. I think, um, I think they named it Discovery because their whole intention was to break away from being just a dance house, you know, band. And they did. Like, look, I'm trying to think about it and I'd have to grab my notes and they're also scattered. But uh, let's see here. Like I said, Short Circuit sounds like boss music from a thing. Something About Us sounds like a blues slash jazzy song. Uh, Crescendals, which you probably pat or skipped. There's a point at the end where it's got a very 80s turntable. The... Yeah, no, I got the crescendos. That wasn't terrible. No, it's like it, there's just all these little bits they touch of all these different genres. And I think they're trying to show people that, you know, they're more than just an EDM group. And they did. And, and later on in their career, they really did. But... It's just one of those things. Would you listen to another Daft Punk? Album? No, no, no. Would you listen to Daft Punk solos? No. Yes, you would. No, if harder, you're like, I would. I'd if like, harder, faster, stronger came on the radio, you're not gonna like cringe like it's a Ween song and ask. No, but I'd skip turn. it. But I'd skip it. Like I wouldn't like if I had to try. Like if I, if I wasn't tied down and it was played in my ears, like if, like, like you can pick it on their song, I'd skip it straight away. I don't know what you and Denise are into, but, you know, she's tying you down and playing music in your ears. That's the reason I'm on the podcast. I'm actually tied to the chair now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I, like, genuinely, this is, and, like, any music that I can kind of, like, I can understand. I can't understand this music. That's probably the best way I can describe it. Like, I can't, like, this does nothing for me at all. I can't understand it at all. Like, I don't know why you'd listen to it. Like, just, to me, lyrics are everything. And if you have no lyrics in a song, it's not music to me. That's like obviously that's just my opinion. Yeah. So like to me, like I want to hear, I just want to hear lyrics more so on music and whatever you can do to kind of make the lyrics stand out is great. This to me is just done none of that. No, yeah, no, you're right. Uh, it does need with a good lyrical structure around the sounds that these guys were able to make. It would have been a whole different ballgame. An entirely different ballgame. And I don't know, maybe they do. And I'll try to dig up or we'll talk to Greg because Greg knows this band a lot better than mm. we do. Yeah, maybe if you said to me, like, oh, you want to check out this song, this song? I'll give you one yeah. song. I'm not going to, if you say check out this I'll album, I'm like, no. I'll give, you, I'll give you one song. I'll give Greg two songs and that's it. I'm felt oh, oh, okay. Thanks. After the album I gave you last week, after giving you Beethoven in your life, you're going to only give me Thank one you. song. But you'll give Greg too. I see how it is, ladies and gentlemen. We know who Piggy's favorite is. <laughs> it's okay, Greg's all. You compare this to Beethoven. Ooh, Jesus, Beethoven. Like that's wild to me. Oh, <laughs> uh, Felder says this kind of music does not need lyrics, and he's right to to an extent. And you you, I, you have to kind of agree. This music's not meant to yeah take you on a lyric. This music's meant to shake your ass to like. You couldn't write lyrics to this music. Like that would be so hard to do to write a lyric to this music. Yeah, yeah. No, it'd be it'd be damn near impossible. But then, like, the, like this music is like, if you were to say to me, right, well, what music do you not associate with at all? It would be this. It'd be like kind of, I, like I don't know how to describe it. Like drug music. I'm gonna say it again. Like whatever this is called, whatever kind of music this is, this is not the music I like. Hmm. I could I can listen to it. If we're out, God, I almost said the dragon. Could you imagine them playing this music of the dragon? Oh. 
for those who did the dragons, I don't want to call it a dive bar, but it's it's a older gentleman bar, not a gentleman bar like a strip club, but it's an old dude, man. Think think of old Irishmen angrily drinking and drunkenly dancing. Like uh, that's what the dragon is, uh, right, Piggy? Pretty much. There's uh, more members in Daft Punk than there is in the dragon. I don't know, man. It was shoulder to shoulder that night. We yeah, there, you baby. had a good night there. That's when the uh, like. The dragon opens like when all the other pubs are closing. Like, so there's about six lads that are in there that are like 80 drinking Guinness and giving out about life. But then when all the other pubs are closing, the dragon will actually drink in there. So like me, Jake and everyone got in there and it was like three in the morning. They had a lock in. So there was about four. It was at capacity when we were in there. Yeah. Yeah. And they locked us in. We learned that real quick. That was scary as shit because as an American overseas for, God, that was the first trip, I think, or second, it, and that's, I'd never had that happen. I didn't know that was a thing. And I'm like, what the hell are they doing? And you guys were just like, oh, no, calm down. It means we can Let drink. You when you want. All yeah. the blinds come down. It's like, it's like you're doing like a hit. Like all the blinds come down. Like you have to like make sure like, it basically looks like it's closed on the outside, but you stay in there. And then yeah, like, well, you go to the manager and he'll like do all the bolts. And then you walk out and you're like, thanks very much. And you waddle out about seven in the morning. Yeah, and that's how that went. And then we walked all the way clear across town, and all of us got sick. That was a good time. But no, uh, and Felda says, I just couldn't sit down and listen to this unless I was on some drugs. And Butter says, that's when the drugs come out. Oh, no, not in an Irish bar. They're all good Christians over there. Good. You have, to, you have to have the drugs before this music comes on. There's no point putting this music on and then offering me drugs because I'd rather kill myself. Yeah, I need the drugs <laughs> in the system before the music comes out. Uh, no, what Butter was saying is when the bar got locked, when everyone gets locked in the bar for night, <laughs> that's oh. when the drugs come. No, they're, um, very, they're very elderly, fell though. <laughs> you could take them and be fine. Oh, goodness. But no, it was a... I, 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 here's, here's, my, here's one of my problems with this album. Aside from the lyrics, aside from it just not being our kind of music. And, and I could listen to this. Like, I... If I was sitting in a bar and this and some random Daft Punk couple songs came on that had no lyrics, I'm not gonna bitch. I'm gonna sit there and bop my head, drink my alcohol, and wait for another song to come on. But uh, it's not gonna like be like you and Ween coming on the speaker and you have an aneurysm and die. But uh, at the same time, this leaves me disappointed. And I don't know if it was because I came into it thinking, "Oh my God, this is Daft Punk. This is their biggest album. Like this is." them uh, and i'm like daft punk yes and i overhyped it in my head or, or what it is but yeah it was a little yeah, right sad. we'll get off this shake of this hatred right let me tell you one quick thing right this is like about me before i ever done this podcast right like you know, my one of my superpowers i have one of many i don't really oh, like man. i can like you can put any music on in the background and i genuinely you know i'm one of them people that don't actually listen to the music so like if, like if I'm having a conversation or whatever and there's music on, I don't actually take note of it. It's because I'm sitting down and listening to this. I can't. Yeah. Like if you play this, you could play this with me now and me, you, Jake and Felder are having a drink and you're like, what's well, she I'm like, oh, I can't remember any of it. Like I go through one ear and out the other and I don't take it on. But if, if someone says, listen to this album and I, I, I'll, I'll sit down and listen to it. Like I can't, I can't do both. I can't listen to something like in the background. I, has, I have to be sitting here focusing on the music. Or I don't listen to it at all. Like, they're the only two ways I listen to music. Yeah, you need active, for the podcast especially, you need, you need active listening albums. Yeah, like, me and like Greg has listened, made me listen to loads of songs in the back of a car, and I'm just drinking, he's, like, watching that song. I'm like, honestly, it's, like, it's gone through one and the other. I have no idea what even happened. <laughs> you know, like, gen- like, no, like, that's just what I'm like with music. Like, I don't, like, unless I sit down, I have to sit down alone. I can't listen to music when someone's looking at me and stuff. I have to be by myself listening to music. To get my own, because like if I'm looking at you and looking at your reaction, I'm like, oh yeah, awesome, pal. But I had to <laughs> by myself to listen to music. I'm like, right, that was awful. That's not for me. <sighs> we are weird. I'm weird like that. Maybe I, I, I have I'm, known you. I've known you for a long, long. I'm God. I've known you for damn near 15 years now, uh, and I now know another way to torture you. Because trust me, every time I see you now and there's music playing, I'm just gonna stare at you. <laughs> Staring oh no, right but you can do that, Jake. But like, it's mad. Like when I'm sitting in a pub or something like that, and there's music in the background. I like all my mates. I've said this before at the podcast. All my mates are like trad artists, and I've been to I've been to their concerts. I'd say more than ten times. And if they were like, "What songs do we play?" I'm like, I've no idea. 
Like I'm, I'm yeah. just, I just, it's just gone. Like I'm not listening. I'm not there for the music. I'm there for the atmosphere. I'm there for the crack. Like yeah. I just don't. Like not that I don't care. I'm just not. I'm just not listening to it. Like right. So what you're saying about Daft Punk really, I think, is you don't think it's bad. It's just like, and you said this about somebody else recently. It's just not memorable. Yeah, don't make me sit down. Like, don't make me sit down and say, "Isn't this an incredible album?" Because I'm like, no. Like, I can't even remember like what happened. But if you yeah. had this on the background and someone's like, "Do you want a line of coke?" I'm like, "Yeah, you know something? I do want a line of coke." I'm like, I'm like "What a night!" Like, it's just, it's just not music to listen to. It's background yeah. music, or it's not even background music. It's just music just to forget. It's doing lines of coke off of a glass chessboard music. Um, <clears throat> or a flaccid penis, whatever you want. Or, or you know, whatever floats your boat. Um, now that being said, I will touch on some good things about this album. Yeah, this, you can touch on them because I can't. This is well made, like it's well produced, well structured. These guys are visionaries, and they are extremely talented. As I said before, at adapting music to their unique sound, and in doing so, creating a whole unique experience and creating something that really is unique to dance music and i know this isn't just dance music it's the best thing i can describe it as and 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 they really did take that entire genre of dance and house and bring it to the forefront they are the reason we know about those that genre of music now like they're a huge reason for it um and you got to give them all the credit in the world for that like they are creative geniuses but at the same time and we're not just going to go back over all of it again, but Piggy and I both have said we have some qualms with the album, very different uh, disagreements, and some the same. It, it does leave you wanting more. It kind of leaves a, it leaves that lingering taste in your mouth. It's kind of weird. Or in Piggy's case, it's just kind of background music, and that's not what Piggy digs. Like uh, Feldo says, when music is in the background, it just becomes white noise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Me and fellow get along so like that's that's sometimes what I want though like I yeah I don't want a conversation with music gonna put like if I'm having a drink and we're all having a conversation I don't want someone to be like what do you think of that song I'm like what like, what song <laughs> like I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't even know there was a song playing that's what it is yeah. like that's what it is to me like and I don't want, if you like that music and like like sometimes you can play like a rap song and like you wouldn't even know like what song was in the background that to me is kind of like good music like if a song's really obnoxious and like oh man like it's kind of you cannot help but listen to it. Like this music, like you could easily just blank it out. This is interesting. And I just found this uh, looking around and stuff while we were talking. I want to read this to you. It's about the theme of the album. Uh, and sit back. I'm going to, I'm going to do a great. Yeah, I'll do it a little quicker though. It says discovery is recognized as a concept album, which we all know Greg loves concept albums. And so do we. It relates strongly to Daft Punk's childhood memories, incorporating their love of cinema and character. Banglitter, who is one of the two guys, specified that this album deals with the duo's experience growing up in the decade between 1975 and 1985, rather than it just being a tribute to the music of that period, which is interesting because I have several times referenced music in that time span that sounded like it came out of this album. It says the record was designed to reflect a playful, honest, and open-minded attitude towards listening to music. Bantlander, or however the fuck you say this man's name, compared it to the state of childhood when one does not judge or analyze music. Which is interesting here, Piggy, because mm. that actually kind of lines up with how you see it. Like, he didn't want it to be active listening. He didn't want it to be judged. He wanted it to just kind of, like we had talked about at the beginning be that sound that lifts up the evening and invokes memories. And it definitely mm-hmm. does that, like... Yeah, he did just that. I wish I would have found that earlier. It would have completely changed my mm. my view a little bit. It might, it might have changed my rating, but I don't know. Um, like, yeah, uh, I like that. Though. Like, if, you, if the people who made the music said that... But then, like, in my mind, I'm like... Oh, why did I waste some time even listening to a song to the album? Like, if it's kind of like, if it's not memorable and like, if it's not like for like people like me or like, I don't even like you, cause you like, you're so musical, Jake, that you could literally listen, listen to me and like slapping our heads off the table. Like, oh, that's incredible. The two gifted lads, you know what I mean? Like you can, like, <laughs> you can find the positives in anything when I'm like, well, like, what was that? 
Yeah, no, for a man who literally hates almost everybody I ever meet, I will find the positive in almost everything. Yeah, I'll give you that. And on the opposite, I'm like, oh, he was a nice bloke. <laughs> I like, can't, make, can't play music for shit, though. Yeah, that's always a good marker if uh, if I call you a friend, it's a good sign, because as Piggy will tell you, I hate most people. But uh, no, that that's exactly... That's exactly kind of everything that we covered on this album summed up in exactly what that man said in that yeah. quote, though. But we should have not... read that at the start. We just would have got 20 minutes away from all this show. Well, as we talk through the podcast and through all the episodes, I've always been the guy who kind of looks up more fun little facts mm. and throw around. Um, it's interesting, though, because he says that like it's a good thing, and it is and it isn't. And I think we both have noticed the positives and the negatives of that aspect of making the album like that. You're going to lose listeners if you don't have something to latch them into the actual album early on. And you've talked about this. If the first couple of songs of the album, if one of them doesn't grab you, you are hard to reel back in yeah. in the middle of section of the album. And I, I feel like I'm an like exception, that. though, like, because, uh, like, oh, like, every time I say that, like, you, like, well, uh, we've only had a few, like, I know, like, you, Greg... I'd like to be interested if what fell down boards have to say, like, if the first five songs for me, I'll give them five, and that's been very generous. It's usually four. If the first four songs, and I'm like, they're all shite, in my opinion, like, my like my whole concept in the album is like, right, I don't like it. But, like, if the first two songs of an album are good, I'm like, I'm so open, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to hear the rest of this. But you're, you're yeah. more like, you like you listen to, like, seven songs, we're like, yeah, wasn't that nine song? Unbelievable, though. I'm like, Jake, I, I didn't even make it nine songs. <laughs> Uh, and and that's fair. And and I'll tell you something here. As we're winding this down to move on to the next part here, and and well, I'll get to the next thing here in a second. I, what I was gonna say to you is, you're lucky you didn't listen to the last song of the album. It's literally titled "Too Long." I seen the name. I seen the the time. Well, I was I was I was gone. But Jake, I was gone by song number nine. I'd say I was like I was ready to give up by then. It's fifteen percent of the album. <laughs> it's one song. <laughs> See, and my, did you have any song you actually liked? Because I, I, there are two on here that aren't lyrical songs that I thought you might have enjoyed. I didn't like any digital love I didn't hate. See, what did you, did you not like Night Vision? It was short. The, well, you, you don't like that kind of sound? No, I see, I, I, I don't like any of the sounds. You know, like I, like I said, it all sounds the same, but it doesn't. Like I'm not gonna say that music all sounds the same because it doesn't. But like I don't like all them instruments with no lyrics. Sure. Yeah. No. Well, and, and Night Vision is like the dark. It's one of the darker ones. It's it's more. It's almost got an ambient sound to it. And I kind of appreciated that because it was a little different. It kind of wound things down. I even wrote. I think on my notes. Hang on. Let me find it here. Ah, here it is. Night vision was a brief but much-needed breath of air, almost like when you're out for the night and step outside of the club for a smoke and some fresh air. Like I would have never went back into the club. <laughs> I, yeah, that's the funny part is because the next song I think is the one I hated the most. Superheroes. No, the next two. I didn't like superheroes or highlight. I thought they were bad songs. They just didn't fit on the album. But uh, yeah. So to catch our listeners up here. Uh, we're looking at about two more weeks and then we're hoping to have Greg back. So you're going to have Piggy and I for, for two more weeks here. Um, Piggy came up with the other day and this is all him. And I really like the idea, um, of a way for us to pass the next couple weeks with deciding the albums. Um, and what we're going to do, and I did it this week is we're going to send each other a list. So Piggy gave me a genre. Well, he gave me two genres and asked me, who do you like from these genres? And he'll give you the list and he'll explain his thinking and all that afterwards. I gave him the five people. And he's going to either pick an album from those people or an album close to, related to, something he thinks I'm going to enjoy to try to expand something I already I already like. And then next week, I'm going to give him a genre or two. He's going to do the same thing and I'm going to do it for him. And then hopefully the following week, we'll be, in, we'll be doing uh, Blob's album, uh, the 21 Pilots album, and we'll have Greg back. We'll see. We're playing it week by week. But if that's the case, as soon as we do the 21 Pilots episode, you'll know it's going to be a celebration the following week because Greg will be back. 
That wouldn't uh, be a bad idea if we can get Blob back on, like what you're. If we can get Blob on and me, you, and Blob discuss something, and then maybe ho- hopefully get Greg back on whatever the week after. That would be a nice little little break. Yeah, you know, I, like, I mean, it'd be fun to do. Greg. It'd be fun to take an album, maybe not like this exactly, but something similar where we picked a band, like did a tribute week to a big band that maybe either broke up recently or did a reunion recently or something crazy. We've got a couple of weeks to figure it out. Um, and then we came and talked, because if we do a rap album, I'm going to have nothing to say. You and Blob might as well do the episode. Yeah. So I'm not going to get a word in edgewise and half the people aren't going to know the shit you're talking about. So uh we, we should pick a different album. But, yeah, we'll talk about that uh, in the after show and off the air, and uh, that's a good idea. We'll have a blob week, sure. Uh, let's catch up with the chat, and then you can hit us with uh, some of your thought process for next week. Um, so, Feldo says, if I'm listening to it because of the podcast, I'll try to finish it. Oh, thanks, Feldo. We, we yeah, Feldo, you're a better man than I am. You're, yeah, I was going to say, you do better butter, than, uh, than butter. Oh, no, sorry, butter. Than uh, Piggy does. Uh, but normally it'll be gone a lot soon. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. And we're all like that. If we don't like the album, we probably shut it off. I even I do. Don't Piggy describes me as a guy who's always going to find the best in every album, and I try to. But I will end an album if I don't agree with it. And then uh, Feldo said, also I hated too long. Yeah, seriously, too long was too long. It just kept going and going, and then checked what it yep, checked what it was called. And appreciate the joke. Yes, sir. Oh, butter, don't make that face in chat. I didn't mean to call you, call Piggy you. It's a compliment. It's not for us. It's not a I know myself. It's not a compliment for us. All right. So, Piggy, you want to hit them with the genres you gave me? Yeah, the, I have a pe- message the, pe- here. the people I gave you. Uh, and then run us through your thought process and hit us with the album. Oh, wait. So, wait. One what? second. We have to rate this album still. Shit. Uh, oh yeah, let's write the album for us before we go into this. Yeah, we let's do that before. Answer, sure. You go for us because I, I honestly can't. Uh, if it wasn't for the legacy of Daft Punk, if it wasn't for the fact that this is a very creative and diverse album and it shows a lot of ability to bend sounds to fit your needs and pump people up, and they do exactly what they want to do. If it wasn't for that, this rating would be a lot lower. Um, but for what it is and the genre and the style and what they did, it's a, it's going to be a six for me. You, it was going to be a two for me until Jake read that paragraph about your man saying he just wanted to have like, what, I don't even know what you said, Jake, because I told you I have a secret power of just forgetting stuff. Just forgetting everything. Yeah. Yeah, Whatever that thing were, it made it seem a bit better. I'm going to give it a tree. A tree. And that, Again, like, nothing to do with any, like, just, I know it's not for me. I know I'll never listen to it again. But if someone tried to sell this album to me, I'd want the drugs they were on. It's the only thing I can say. That's fair. And uh, our chat says, Feldo says, well, you hate forgetting the rating. No, I didn't forget. I came right back. Uh, it's an 8 out of 10 from Feldo. Uh, and then he says, actually, a 7 out of 10 because of the last song. Yes, too long, really did kill it. And Butter says, 10-minute song, minus one rating. Minus yeah, one bars are fellow. I would have took at least a, I would have took at least a nine off that. <laughs> Just that one song. Yeah. Now Butter does say the legacy of Daft Punk is too strong, and that is very true. And they deserve the respect that they get. They really do. They're yeah, that's what I say. Like it's not like when I say it's not for me. Like I'm not tarnishing. Like I know if people like the album, I'd love to have a conversation with them. Like, like what do you see in the album? Because for me, I just don't see it. But like, to, like I mean, obviously, they, they can't be that popular without being good. Like, that's just a yeah. fact. Like, yeah. All right, now we've done that part. Let's roll back around to where we were. And Piggy, you uh, you hit them with the genres, the listing, your thought process, and where we're going for next week. Okay, so I have Jake's message here. Send me a shortless picture. What? Jake? No, J.K. So um, me and Jake had a conversation before this, and I was like, right, we need. We don't need to kill two weeks, but like, right, we need something for two weeks that can kind of like basically kill two weeks. So I said, um, think of an album, or think of five artists that kind of associate with my music. So I said, rap and R&B, and like kind of like the style of music I like, give me five artists and I'll hopefully pick something from you. So Jake said, I'm going to come back to the first one he said. He said, uh, Alicia Keys, Run the Jewels, Childish Gambino, Roddy Rich, and The Weeknd. And then he said, 
fuck, I wish Marty had an album. And then I was yeah. like, I, I, yeah, I knew, I knew um, the sand, whatever it was called, sandstorm. Quicksand. Quicksand. And I was like, that's a banger. And then I looked at more of his stuff, and he obviously he's had more stuff since then, but like, that boy is... Ha- and then I was trying to look at his album. He's, no. five, so he's like a rod wave. Yes. In a different kind of like, like Los Angeles or a different genre. Dude, yeah, that man makes you feel things like mm. yeah but he has no album yeah and then i was like right so when you said that to me jake i was like i kind of went with that i was like right i'd love to find his album couldn't find his album we already listened to rod wave so i wasn't going to do something like that mm-hmm. so so i was took i was looking to i was looking at uh, run the jewels i know them i know the weekend i know roddy rich childish can be you know greg tried to get me into him because he's an actor as well as a musician isn't he yeah, uh, Childish Gambino is Donald Glover, who's like, uh, I'm trying to think of what you might know him from. Did you ever watch the show Community? Greg, yeah, right, Greg got me into that. Greg tried to get me into that. It wasn't for me. You, you remember Troy and Abbott in the morning? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's Troy. Oh, okay. So, like, I know of him. And like, Greg, like, Greg would be, like, throwing that music on. So, with that, Jake, right, so my new idea now was, right, so you gave me them, I gave you... Basically, is what in my mind. I gave you two artists that I could, that I taught you like in the middle ground, and you can pick between the two of them. Basically, so I'm not gonna be like you have to listen to this. I'm gonna give you two artists, and you you choose. You're yeah. gonna know both of them. Are you gonna? Did you pick albums from these artists? Yeah, I picked albums from the two of them. Yeah. Okay. And then my next question is: before you give me those, you said you were gonna come back to the first one, which was Alicia Keys. Why are we coming back to Alicia Keys? No, the first one. Sorry, Maury. It was a. Uh, oh, Maury! Oh yeah. God, the man! I, I I swear, the moment that he drops an album, we're doing. A, That's what I'm about to say. If he has an album, I'd like to listen to that. And like, if I had to pick, are you have to pick it? I like one of us will pick it because I'm definitely interested in that because he does have a lot of talent. God. I like, yeah. compared anyway. to Rod Wave, but. He knows how good of a singer he is, and he sticks with that. He's not trying to rap. Like, he's singing, and I'm like, right. And I want to hear him sing more. So I'm like, right, well, like, give me an album, and he doesn't have it. But he's got four or five great songs. Listen to them all later. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. All right, so hit me with the two people, and I'll do my best. I might have to Google them, but maybe I don't not. think you will. So um, you obviously know Outcast. Oh, yeah. So the first one is Class of 3000, just Andre 2000's solo album. Oh, I so like I know like I know I know you like that kind of style of music. He's real like jazzy kind of like he has his own kind of style. So I thought you'd like that. So I that's my first one. And then the second one was like more lyrical, but still kind of like for everyone. Notorious B.I.G. Ready to Die is first album as well. Oh man, I know I know you know Biggie, but I thought oh. mate, not a lot of people know Andre the Thousand. So. I'll give you obviously time to think about it. Like, but yeah, two albums that are kind of similar, but kind of like obviously much different. Massively different and massively different people because Biggie is more my genre. Sorry, Jay, let's go. So Biggie was more kind of like what I thought you'd like, but then I was like, knowing the music you just sent to me there, I was like, you're going to more be into Andre 2000. So I was like, right, I'm going to give him the two of them. And then you do the same to me. So give me something that you think I'd really like. Give me something that you think you really like. And then, and then it's your choice, obviously. Don't worry. trans Heavy Rain Orchestra has plenty of other albums. You'll be fine. Don't worry. Hey, I won't pick that. <laughs> <Go on>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, and I'm going to walk you through my thought process, process a little bit here. Is like, you literally, you gave me night and day. Like Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. My style versus your kind of like, if you were into rap, you would like Andre's Three thousand, in my opinion, and I kept some things off of that list. Like I, I and I always have been because I am a basic white boy. Uh, I've always been a big Eminem fan. I, I very much enjoy Eminem, so I, but I left him off the list. Uh, same, I left Kendrick Lamar off the list because you know who doesn't like Kendrick yeah. Lamar? I, I don't want to get you an album that you've heard in full before either. So I hope you have. Like yeah. I thought Biggie, you've heard in full, but like maybe you haven't. Heard I in don't so long. know if I have. That was my thought process as well. I didn't want to give you an album that you've like, like, and like you say Eminem, yeah, Marshall Myers LP, like, yeah, I've heard it all. Like, like so I wanted to give it like, that Andre 2000 album is slept on, where I was like, I want to give you an album like, that you mightn't have heard the whole start to finish. That was my thought process, but go on. What is Christopher Wallace's album again? Uh, Ready to Die. <laughs> uh, let me, I, I, I got to see if I've uh, actually heard this one or not. I don't think I've heard all of this one. 
I'm surprised you picked this album. It's 77 minutes long. Oh, yeah, both albums. To me, again, look what I said to you about albums. Both albums are. Oh, Biggie seventy seven. Sorry, I thought it was. Oh, I, th- I think I had a, the shorter album. He has like a. Oh, it's sixty nine on the shorter one. There's just two extra songs on the longer one. Oh well, yeah. I tried to pick albums that I'm like right, an hour ish hmm. is what I like, and that's what I got. Yeah, for. yeah, right around an hour. That's interesting. See, I, and Andre three thousand is has. Uh, you said he was slept on, and and. No, he his is. album is slept on. He's not slept on at all. Him like. When he met up with Big Boy from uh, whatever from Outcast, like that, he kind of like his music is, it's too funky and kind of too much rap to kind of be like for like kind of like jazz people. Like he's mad like jazzy, where like people like what you like, you would be like, no, he's too kind of like rap for me. And for Big Boy, like he's not rap enough. If you get me, like he's not, he's not like the streets like some artists are, and he's too like. He's too ahead of like kind of funk. He's kind of like he's the way his rapping style is like he's too lyrical to be like just on like playing the jazz or playing the piano and stuff. Like he has so much to say, but he's not street enough to be in some albums. So like a lot of people like he's like really slept on. Like they don't like they don't know he's an artist outside of Outcast is what I'm trying to say. Like wait to me like right. he's in like so many rappers top five that I I'm like right let me listen to him. I want to list him like yeah man he's talented, but he's not coarse and he's kind of like Lupe Fiasco. He's kind of like. Smart and he's kind of like he's, he has his head in his shoulders and just lyrically he's like really clever. There's another person I really enjoy and I wish would have done more. Lupe Fiasco. Yeah. Like, but that's the thing is, and you know me, I like you said you know R&B, rap, uh, hip hop. You were like just give me some people and yeah. I like I guess my tastes curve almost towards more R&B because I I do like a little more soulfulness. I do like a little more. Uh, rap and singing combined um now that being said run the jewels is clearly just rap like yeah and i love fucking i think run the jewels is one of the most talented duos outside of people like daft punk that have come about in the last 20 years in any genre i think those guys they've already made big waves and i think they're just gonna get bigger um we'll do one of their albums eventually but i think for this week i want to go and I'm gonna, we're going to do this for two reasons. And I'll tell you why after. We're going to do Ready to Die by the Notorious oh, B.I.G. I love it. And we're going to do it for two reasons. One, this is going to let you guide the conversation next week. Mm. And I want our listeners to be excited. We've got a, this is a classic rap album. This is history in a rap album. And this is history in a rapper. Like there's going to be a lot of good shit to talk about next week. Uh, so buckle up and expect a really good episode, but also we haven't done a true rap album in a long time. Yeah. A lot of the rap albums we've done, I feel like lately have been, have fallen into that conversation that I'm not getting back into right now, but of are these rappers or are these like more well-rounded just artists? And with Biggie, Biggie's a fucking rapper. Like that man is that. Like he did he produce too? I don't even think. Yeah, oh, man. We'll go back into it next week. But yeah, like to me, like lyrically, Biggie is. Oh, like Eminem is lyrical, but Biggie, I think, is the best lyrical rapper I've ever heard. Over Nas, over Jay Z, over Eminem, over anyone. I think he's like like put words together. He is so good, and nice. you know, you'll hear some in the songs where like he's putting words together. That you're like, what the fuck? Like that doesn't make sense. Like he's so he's so talented. Nice. Butter says a little more Rihanna and a little less Nicki Minaj. And yeah, I, listen, and we can use those as an example. I love both those people. I I enjoy some really hard rap. I do. I enjoy some really punchy hard hip hop. Like I I really like that stuff. I mean, and people who knew me when I was younger know you know the shit I used to listen to. I mean, we can throw on some three six mafia right now if you want and just kind of oh. ball, but like i'm good for the moment like and i like good music and a lot of rap music nowadays seems to be straying away from good music and just being more like hard beats and shit and if i want to find good music to go with the lyrics i tend to have to lean towards r&b or or some hip-hop like which is fine alicia 
fucking mutter, listen to me. Like, <laughs> Piggy probably looked at that list I sent him and probably went, oh, you said keys. What the fuck? <laughs> he has a beautiful voice, but I love it. Well, I'm, not, I'm not with it. She's also a classically trained pianist who has more years of practice and study than I do. See, I don't know that, though, yeah. Like, I know she played piano, like, but I was like... You could put a piano in my hands when I'm rapping. I'm like, oh, yeah, he does a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know she was as talented as you were saying. I'm going to buy you a keyboard, and then you and Greg can form a little duo. There was someone who did I have here. I had another one I was going to go for, Lauren Hill. Uh, mm, the miseducation that, of Lauren Hill? That woman is oh. talented as fuck. And I was like, if that no. had been my style of music, like, more. But, like, obviously, I think Lauren Hill's incredible. But I was like, right. I was, then I was thinking, will I go to the Fugees? And I was like, no, he didn't ask me to go to the Fugees. So I was, yeah, I was kind of like, well, The Fugees are good too, though, The Fugees, Fugees are incredible. But Lauren Hill was like, she's better than Fugees. Like, her voice and her yeah. piano or whatever, she can, like, her skills are incredible. Yeah, no. And The Miseducation of Lauren Hill is probably one of the best albums of our lifetimes. Yeah. Like, honestly. And I almost put Lauren Hill on that list and I kept her off. Like... It was that that was a hard list for me to make because like and you were like don't put too much thought into it and it's like but I like so many of these people and I don't want to seem like a pumpkin spice drinking Ugg boot wearing basic white girl but like so I didn't want to send you like oh yeah hey man I love Eminem and Jay Z can we get some of that dirt off your shoulder action going guys like no honestly Jake your list that you gave me there like without you like that's what I didn't want you to think too much into it, but that that list you gave me gave me the perfect if someone's like what does Jake like in rap music that list gave me like so much to go off like you know like when I'm listening to very so we kind of like like I knew exactly what you wanted from that list Erica. he loves a good singer he loves someone that can kind of do their own instrumentals can kind of like produce their own album almost like like knows what they want and I was like right like I can definitely pick an album off this like where Biggie has came like obviously Andre 2000 everyone knows exactly what he's done like he is literally from Outcast. he like makes the beats he like he's a f- like he, he, what's it called? He's like so like um, big boy doesn't have a look in like he is just like we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this. Biggie obviously we'll talk about this next week. He made a whole group called Junior Six Mafia. Didn't even know who they were. Didn't even know what they were called. And he was like, like the sound of his voice. He's gonna be in the band. And like all of them were like, who's a uh, Junior? Who who's Junior Mafia? And I was like, oh that's yours. And they were like, yeah. what? I was like, he just like. He has such an ear for music. He got um, Faith Evans, Little Kim. Like, he just put so many people on. Like, and he, did you ever hear him singing, Jake? Biggie? Biggie's singing. Like, he sings like, as a, he has a great voice. Just no, singing. Not, not. not even rapping, Jake. Just him singing. He's a great voice. We'll, we'll okay. touch on him next week as well. Oh, like, he's, he is so talented. He's such an ear for music, is what you would say. Like, and he, like, he Does he sing on Ready to Die? No, no, you like you have to look for him to sing because obviously he knows his lane, so he's a rapper. But like, if like I, I can send you a few little clips where it's him singing, and you're gonna be like, oh my god, his voice is actually really good. Like he's obviously not fucking an opera singer, but his voice for being a rapper is is incredible. You could have easily huh. if you wanted to. Very interesting. Uh, I look forward to talking about this next week. Yeah, um, and I'm gonna do the same thing to. Piggy that Piggy did to me, so everyone's aware. I'm not going to give Piggy rap and R&B as his topics. It's going to be, you know, genres that I'm comfortable with and that I know a lot about. And he's going to take it from there, and I'm going to take it from there, and we're going to yeah. we're going to come up with something fun. Like this is this is going to be how we uh, introduce each other to more music we think the other people like. This is what Greg wanted this to be about was finding new music to love and finding new groups to love, and we're going to keep true to that right until he comes back to steer this ship right back away from the damn iceberg. <laughs> right, crashing. I yeah, Jay, Jay, give me um give me what I said give me give me your what you think I'd like and then give me a safety net. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no I've got that. Yeah I've already got some things in mind about yeah. what you said. Oh you got a week uh, but like Andre three thousand was your safety net and you were like no Biggie can catch me. You know what I mean? I was like right like Biggie was from me where I'm like yeah, I think he'd like this, but Andre 2000 was like, oh, he's, this, is an e- this is an easy one for him. Like, he's definitely going to like that. Sure, you could have given me a Timberland album and I'd have been happy. Like, yeah. I wanted something sure. more, though, because Timberland, yeah, he produces them, but I was like, right, Andre 2000 no. is so talented. Well, no, Timberland actually doesn't have a solo album, I don't think. Anyway, we'll get into this next week. Yeah. But here's the other thing, something very – wait, what were we talking we're doing Biggie next week, ready to die. 
We just passed up on Andre 3000. Okay. I just got very confused for a second there as I was trying to wrap up the podcast. <laughs> Guys, we're not Greg. We're doing our best. <laughs> but, uh, we're bad, Greg. We're, oh, shit. <laughs> shots fired. Shots Frick's a lot of fired. But, so, there you go. Uh, you want to move on to the after show? Yeah, I'll, let me get one more question before we go on, Jake. Uh, yeah, hit give, me. Give me a couple, like, obviously, I know you know a few Biggie songs. Give me, like, maybe, like, two or three that would be, like, right. Like, if you were to think of Biggie, like, what songs come to mind? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I know, I'm going to say Juicy's on that album. You know his first song. Yeah, and Juicy's a good song. Yeah. Uh, Notorious Thugs is a good one, but I don't think it's... That's, that's a great one. one. No, I would give you no, that's not, but that's a great one, yeah. Is Suicidal Thoughts on that album? That's a banger. Yeah, I think it is. I mean, I've... It, it, I mean, he wrote... Did he... I God, I... See, and, like, doesn't he do a lot of collabs? I'm trying to remember if he did certain songs or if he just, like, sang... Like, was he... Did he write Mo Money, Mo Problems? Or was he... Because he didn't do that. No, he did that song, right? Oh, he wrote... Like, he, he would write verses for the, the youngins. We'll again talk about this last week. He'd write verses for them. Like, not write them, but, like, he would critique them. So if someone's like, should it sound like this? But he would be like, no, swap this word with this word, like this word. So he's not writing them for them, but he is... Giving him a helping hand for most of the yeah. songs. Back but then. he was in that song, wasn't he? Was that, oh, Mo Money, Mo Problems, Biggie was in that, yeah. He was that's a, is that, is that a bit, but is that a Biggie song? Or is that's that a, May, a uh, May song. That's why I wondered. Yeah, May. Yeah, but no, Biggie wrote, like, he didn't even write any of his music. He wasn't, like, he did, like, the way me and We'll get, it, we'll get into this next Yeah, week. yeah, yeah. You right, have, right, you're right. going to have so much to say I, about I'm off already. Like, oh, again, fuck again. <laughs> For our listeners, be very excited because it's rare you hear Piggy this excited about Melvin. Yeah. Um, so what I was going to circle back to and what I want to say is something I do want to touch on right before we, we exit out of here and go to the after show is, and this doesn't have to be an every week thing. Like This can be whenever we find it, but I, I would like to do a spotlight moment uh, of new artists who need recognition or who we think people should go listen to. And we could throw a song out even. And what I'm going to say here is, and you heard us mention it earlier, is if you guys are looking for like a very talented up-and-coming artist, Moray, M-O-R-R-A-Y, and his song Quicksand, give it a listen and let us know what you think. Um, Piggy and I both loved it. It's a great song. I think this kid is going places. Um, and I think he's going to merge two genres when it really comes to R&B and and rap i think i think he's gonna do a lot of what like rod wave has done and bring good vocals and good lyrical skills into the rap environment oh 100 jake you know, obviously i like i i looked up which is like i knew that song um sandstorm so i knew like when you said him, quicksand like, quicksand i was like yeah i like i knew that song then when i went into those other songs guess how old he is how old 17 28 Really? Oh, a lot of Jake, Jake, exactly. A lot of than I thought he was going to be. Taking yeah. away from his talent, I think he's he's definitely found a style where, like, I think he's got that Rod Wave. Like, that's why, like, I think Rod Wave has got much more, I won't say talent, but Rod Wave has, like, singing on singing, they're both fucking incredible. He, know, he knows his lane now. He's not, like, he's not rapping like Rod Wave is rapping. He's just singing and just kind of playing that kind of style. Like, it was, like, and I think he's really good. But, like, he's, not old, but like to be a rapper at twenty eight to only break through at twenty eight is difficult. Right, but and and we'll have to watch what happens with him. Oh, I love to see him grow. He's incredible talent, definitely. Yeah, and, and and as he grows, we'll learn more about his past, and maybe there was something in there that held him back, or some yeah. reason he didn't go out sooner. Well, well, it's gonna be fun to watch and see. It definitely is. That's but, a good uh, idea. What you're saying there, maybe one, I said because once a week might be a bit hard. Maybe once a month we swap. Like Jake picks an artist, I pick an artist, Greg picks an picks an artist of who's gonna be who's an up and comer, and in their opinion of their genre, who do you think keep an eye on? Because I so, have an artist or two I've mentioned to you, but like we'll just it's a good little idea. Yeah, well, and here's the thing: is we always run into these when we're looking for the new albums that we're trying to nominate. So it gives us a good chance to kind of do. Justin Vernon from Bonnie Bear proud and do Greg proud at the same time and 
uh, spotlight and try to bring these artists to the front so that they can be enjoyed by everyone. And they get a little recognition from our, we're a tiny little podcast, but hell, I mean, even, even, you know, the smallest voice sometimes gets heard. So. That's beautiful, Jake. (laughs) Drake for Um, 2020 presidency. It's too late. Drake? Drake or Jake? Jake. Drake with Jake as his, uh, what did he call him, presidency in America? Vice, vice president. Vice president, Drake and Jake. <laughs> Vi- vice president Jake. I Jake you. does the piano, Drake sings. <laughs> Set it up. You used to call me on my smell phone. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I did not, sorry. <laughs> you didn't hear the fact that I said smell phone, but I anyway. Know I got that. All right, so, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready when you're ready. I'm ready. Let's just do this. We, we are not as graceful as Greg. These are no. not as planned as Greg are. And maybe one day Piggy and I will write down questions to ask each other. But until then, we love you all. And thank you guys for sticking with us. Greg will be back soon. We promise. And we miss him too. Um, so, hey, we're going to wrap up this week. This week's album was Discovery by Daft Punk. Piggy gave it a three, I gave it a six, Fellow gave it a seven, and Butter just said that the legacy of Daft Punk is too strong. We're going to assume it's a 69 from Butter. So, next week, listen to Biggie, ready, well, Notorious B.I.G., ready to die. We're going to have a fun week next week, people. It's a very special week. You're going to get to hear a lot of good stuff from Piggy, I promise you, so you don't want to miss it. As always, thanks for stopping by. Follow us on our social media. We're out there at everything at this week's album. If you got any questions, any comments, any concerns, any, I don't care, you want to tell Piggy how beautiful he is, send us a message on something. Send us a like. And uh, we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Mark.